We are all connected. So join me as I talk to like-minded people about topics that are appropriate to the current times we are living in. My name is Lerato Shabalala and this is Relevant. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of Relevant with me, Lerato Shabalala. Remember, you can find the audio version of the podcast on Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts and you can go to my YouTube channel to watch uh, uh, my conversation today. Also, you can go to my website, leratoshabalala.com to get both versions, uh, check out some of my content and the other great conversations I have had. I'm very excited about today's guest. I won't lie, I've had the honor of interviewing her before. So everything I'm gonna ask her is uh, for the purposes of talking to you guys, but we're also gonna talk about something I think that is uh, important to us both, which is black people and the way we see ourselves as black people in relation to her um, career she is a phenomenal phenomenal black woman like just just somebody that's impressive on paper and in person and is stylish and is cute and is smart <laughs> and is funny she is uh dr uh, same mrudi who is the manager and the curator at the standard bank art gallery here in johannesburg in south africa she's an art historian she um has been a lecturer just Welcome, Sime. How are you? <laughs> I'm very well. Thank you, Lerata. And thank you so much for having me. <laughs> it's an absolute, absolute pleasure. The last time we saw each other, we were at a hotel in Rosebank. And <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we were having drinks and life was normal. And then... Little did we know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just really nice to have this conversation. And I know the next time we see each other, we'll give each other a bear hug and just really like have some wine and be like, what a year. <laughs> what a year. You are. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. So how have you been during this time? I mean, before we get into it, how have you yes. been coping during this time? Because um, art galleries are wonderful uh, communal spaces and people have been doing a lot of sort of virtual um, tours. And I wonder, yes. um, I've had the pleasure of uh, a walkthrough with you when you did your um, Black Aesthetic um, um, exhibition last year and mm. and so I know the intimacy of walking around people asking questions how has it been like in your profession in this new COVID-19 normal yeah you know I mean it's I think the reality is that um, gallery spaces have definitely taken a knock yeah. um, and as you're mentioning it's precisely because they are essentially social spaces right yeah. Um, and yes, sometimes I think there are people that come to visit the gallery to be alone and have that kind of solitude. But I think the point is space is important. Um, the way in which we experience art, um, the, the space is important. And looking at art in a screen just isn't, you know, the same. Um, <laughs> so there's, there's something about looking at an, an actual artwork in the space that it's been put in and, and installed because again I think um, space is about there's a there's a there's a political kind of um, connotation to to be able to look at an artwork in its totality inside a space inside a white cube um, and and the context within which it, it's you're, you're seeing it you know whether it's 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 then you're looking at it in in, in isolation or you're looking at it in relation to other pieces, um, yes. you know, uh, that in itself tells you, you know, the, the importance of, of having space. So moving into the virtual space really has been, I think, a challenge because again, while while I think that that aspect kind of, there's, there's advantages and disadvantages um, to it. You know, the, the advantage I would say is that, mm. of course, we've been allowed to reach, um, it allows a reach of a, a wider audience. Like audience that, you know, exactly. So, you know, I can just send a link, for example, to, to somebody sitting in Paris or in, in, in the US and, and they'll be able to, to, to go in and, and look at it. But again, as, I, as I'm stressing, it's not the same as being in, 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 the, in, the, in the actual space. And then, you know, the, the disadvantage again is also that, um, there's, there's a deception 
in having a screen or looking at an artwork um, with a screen because one it's the scale scale thing right where exactly. an artwork that might be like um Huge. life-size exactly. looks this minuscule kind of <laughs> exactly. on a screen and and you don't get the sense of the power of that piece and um, when you're standing in front of it um you know same applies for for sculpture for example which is a, an art form that requires you to walk around it right it takes up volume and mass um and yet you, you can you know you're only seeing it yes in different angles but part of the experience is being able to walk around it and see it in, in its totality so so those are kind of some of the things that have been i think um a big challenge in terms of of showcasing our artworks um within the virtual space and what have you learned about like yourself in this virtual world and have you yeah. learned that maybe you're a people's person and you actually like <laughs> being out there and like interacting with people because we're all learning very new things about ourselves during this time sure. yeah no no definitely i think um particularly in relation to how um i i engage art and you know um the fact that you know as a curator i feel you know a a big part of how artworks come alive is is how people engage and interact with them mm. otherwise they're just sitting there really you know it's it's kind of the same concept you know and and um provocation as 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 the saying of you know if a tree falls in the forest and nobody hears it has it actually fallen you know so same thing with an with an artwork is that if if an artwork is placed in a gallery and nobody actually sees it does it actually exist you know does it actually have meaning um so so part of um artworks having meaning is the fact that people need to see them and inscribe those meanings to them mm. yeah so so that's one thing i think i've learned is that I uh, yeah the the way in which in art as much as we've had to adapt in you know particularly in the visual art space we really do rely on having audiences on having you know people interact and engage with these artworks because after all as well we want we want people to you know we want writers to go back and write about them we want you know um people to go back and talk about the artwork you know yeah. and yeah so that's a big part of how the artwork comes alive So I I think I want to go straight into it because um like me uh you have the tendency to be very provocative whether or not you mean to and yes. um, <laughs> and um when you were um announced as the the managing curator of the Standard Bank Art Gallery I think on some level it was a celebration for us particularly black women and black people it was a really seminal moment but you you also stamped it with a very um particular way you know you made a splash last year with the black aesthetic i remember doing the walk through and there were several questions that were thrown at you uh, why didn't you have enough women so you took out work from fort hay why didn't you add this person why didn't you add this person but i loved the fact that you were very intentional about i want to start i am black and i want to start with black people so i want to ask um when that idea came to mind did you have that little thing of fear that says oh i don't know or were you just like no this i i've wanted to do this and now have the chance and so i'm going to i think yes as when when you when you start out and 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 th- and that was quite intentional by the way i think for me it was on two levels it was the first one was that it was very important to me to start with an exhibition that would um one pay homage to you know the black artists that um made it possible for me even as a you know as a young black um scholar to want to have a career in art mm-hmm. um but more so it was also a homage to say you know because of the kind of history that south africa has had these artists have not had the 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 luxury or the of the platform um to have their artworks shown in a, in prestigious spaces right and and standard bank of course being considered one of the prestigious art spaces yeah. um and i mean some of those artworks were were have never even hung on 
on a on a wall um that was considered as you know a wall where you could contemplate what it is that um they were actually engaged in so so that was that was one level and then the second was, again, going back to this question around the images of, of Black people is that as a scholar, I think one of the things that really um, affected me in all the books that I, you know, we looked at in all the art history classes that we, you know, we, we attended um, is this lack of images of people who look like me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it's, and it was, again, you know, going back to the question of, is it that these images don't exist or they've been erased in some way from from you know from the 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 art history kind of narrative and and over the years i think there there've been many arts black artists that have addressed this question of of the the fact that you know the reason why um there is this perception that black people don't go to galleries is precisely because they don't see images of people that look like them exactly. you know exactly <laughs> so exactly. yeah yeah. So and in in a in a way, you know, when when the numbers came of of at the end of this this exhibition, I really felt vindicated because I was like, there you go. Um, you know, that's all that you needed to do is to have more exhibitions and more um, you know, uh, uh showcasings that actually relate to people. Um and then they'll want to engage and then they want to come in and see because if you put in things that people don't relate to, of course, they're not going to be interested. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. know, and I think what you did is validate so many of us who uh, love art, but uh, struggle sometimes with having to see the same old, same old and, and just being like, okay, beyond the normal white faces that we know, is there... Is there more? Because I also think that what you had so many different um, artists, um, you know, Dumila Feni, I remember that amazing, amazing yeah. life size. I've got a picture of you standing in front of it. And I think what you did for us is that you showed us in our most beautiful, expressive way. But I also know that as, um, you know, you studied the history of art and I have noticed that things like Christianity where white people have painted it in their own image, right? And so even when you hear people talk about uh, Jared Sokoto and how amazing he was, um, when I was editing Lifestyle for his centenary, we put his, we did a cover story on him. So he's a very important person to us as South Africans. But you, you hear every time a black artist is referred to is, he reminds us of whoever. He seems to have picked this up from wherever. As though we sure. have no original thought, as if we cannot see the world without seeing it through the, the, the white gaze, which is very, for me, it's, it's both uh, uh, hilarious and, and yeah. I'm perplexed by it. So did, was there a, a reawakening in your mind when you were studying the history of art where you're like, I'm man. Mm. where are our people here where are the people that yes yeah no definitely and i mean um one one artist that comes to mind um in in that regard is also is is enes manoba um and and it's also because i mean similar to to by the way enes manoba is the one who encouraged gerald sukoto to 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 go to paris and and pursue his art career wow i had no idea um Yes. So, and, and then he, for, he kind of also um, lived, you know, um, in Europe for, for many, many years. But I think what interests me about Mangoba also is because he was very conscious about his, um, him being a black, firstly, black person in Europe, and then being African as well. Um, you know, and, and what that meant to be uh, um, in, in, a, in a space where he was around many other artists. But I think what he was really also questioning was, what do I as an African contribute to the space of creativity? Mm-hmm. And not so much about, you know, that um, I, I need to adapt or assimilate. Um, it was more of what can I teach my counterparts about where I come from, you know? Um, which is which is a whole other, I think, um, way of looking at it, uh, uh, particularly in terms of um, 
modernism and modern art um, because we, you know, African artists are not normally associated with modernity. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's flawed, right? Because, you know, um, if we look at, if you, if you want to interrogate this question of modernism and modernity or the modern subject, um, black, you know, the black subject, how do we start to, to um, uh, 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 write the narrative that kind of substantiates the fact that black people have always, you know, had <laughs> been, you know, uh, involved in this evolving of the world into modernism. Um, and you only, you have to look, you know, you only, I, I mean, Mangoma was interested in, in, in ancient um, art practices like the, the Benin bronze heads in, in, in Nigeria. You know, he, he, he was interested in, 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 in masks um, that were, again, you know, they became a big part of how people like Picasso and, and you know, um, a, a whole lot of other uh, uh, um, European modern masters kind of, uh, uh, you know, took and borrowed from. Um, but I think his whole thing was also this whole question around how do I, my, as, as a Black artist, inscribe myself into this narrative of modernism and modernity as a modern subject. Yeah, I I I I love in in your in your talk that I was listening to earlier today uh, when you were talking, uh, you gave a lecture about Mr. Uh, Ernest Mangoma. One of the questions you ask is um, um, you talk about uh, the Western conceptions of what it means to be human. Right. So, yes. And I loved that because if you think of our humanity as black people um, or the letter of and how we're portrayed is we are savages. We have no history. We need to be taught everything. Mm-hmm. We don't know what what's what. And yet when you look hysteric, historically in terms of where life started and some of the things that we wear art, you know what I mean? Our headdresses, that stuff is, is art, it's, it's us, we live it. And yet it was totally like ignored. So how does, how do you as a black woman, uh, knowing that um, for a long time people have seen us as uh, the cleaners, the take, people who take care of people, not really knowing, depending on who you're talking to about art and you, coming into that space and owning it to the point where you become a curator like how how brave do you have to be to go into such an intensely white world because art is white please <laughs> don't, yeah. don't make this <laughs> we can count uh several um you know even gallery owners in south africa who have lasted the black ones it's been a struggle um just simply because we don't yeah. get any support so how did you manage to steal your nerves and say, I don't give up. I am going to yes. push this forward and, and make this a career and inspire the rest of us. Thank yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, I think um, a big part of that, um, uh, you know, determination and, uh, you know, to, to want to persevere, but also, um, um, and I, I'm, I'm not going to use the word, I'm not going to use the phrase of wanting a seat at the table. No, no, no. It, it was more of there are other tables yes. that we should be occupying. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and being, you know, uh, 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 you know, being able to be authoritative at those tables. And, and so much so that, um, that other table can glance at us and say, oh, wow, <laughs> look at what's happening at that table. <laughs> you know, I, I want to be a, become a part of that as opposed to us always wanting a seat at some other table. Yeah, excuse me, you can know. I have a seat? Yes. Can I sit at the end? Exactly. And, you know, and, and I think also a big part of it also came from the fact that I think um, from an early age, I recognized that um, as black people, we are creative. It may have not been um, labeled as art or even commodi- you know, commoditized in the same way yeah. as you know, how commercial art and, and, you know, has, has, has been now. But, and, and part of the reason why I also did my PhD on, I, I mean, I, I focused on 
so-called rural artists. So um, artists like oh, Jackson Songwanin and uh, Mam Noria Mabasa. And these are, again, it, you know, one of the things I was looking there at there was the question of the self-taught artist and a formally trained artist. All those artists that I looked at were uh, mostly self-taught, which means their inspiration and inclination to make art came from elsewhere. It was not about the vocation of, you know, wanting to learn and, and be trained with a particular day. This was something that they had in them. Yeah. Um, and somewhat a little bit like having a calling of some sort where yes. um, the manifestation of that is then to make objects um, that then become, you know, uh, are creative, but they, they have a very particular function. And if you look at um, someone like Jackson Slawani, he built a whole shrine in Bogoto that was, you know, he, he used as part of his teachings, um, but they were not made, those objects were not made to be sold in a gallery. They had a particular purpose. And so I think African art has always functioned in, in that way in some respect. And in fact, right now, I'm also kind of grappling with a, a paper that I'm writing around African spirituality and, and art. Precisely to go back to this question of what is it that inspires artists like that um, who are not necessarily making art for the commercial gain or the commercial, um, you know, attributions that it, it has, but rather that it's coming from more of, of from a pace of, of, of spirituality and um, cosmology and beliefs and belief systems that are um, very grounded on this being African here. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. I must say, I, I, I love the fact that you are combining spirituality and art. If you think about how famously people talk about the Last Supper, you know, that's a, an, an artwork. And it's quite interesting that everybody on the table is white, but well, you know what I mean? <laughs> sure. Something else completely. Um, yeah. I think that what spirit does is, is the reason why we call it inspiration. You are in spirit, right? So yeah. you're in that space of spirit, of otherworldliness that is beyond you, that is outside of studying knowledge and the typical things, but is the thing that is within you. I, I, I wonder when you are, um, when people came back at you, because you had a little bit of backlash. I keep going yeah. back. I remember reading an article about like, oh, how could she decide? How did she choose? You know, and there's something really interesting when a black woman has a point of view and she's not afraid to say it, then suddenly it's like, who's the man that let her talk? You know, that's one of the yes. things. <laughs> Who was the guy that allowed her to speak? Were yeah. you expecting um, something as, because here's the thing, if you're a white curator and your entire exhibition had white uh, artists, Nobody would have, nothing would have stood out. Nobody would have said, oh my God, why are there no black people? But the moment you decide to, seriously, you were not excluding anyone. You were just saying, it's a curation of these artists. I went to Fort Hare. I picked this up. That's all you were doing. It suddenly became layered, layered, layered. Oh, why didn't you? How did you anticipate the backlash? And how did it feel knowing how important it was to you? Yeah. No, I, I did anticipate it, um, I think. And that's precisely why it was framed in such a way or positioned in such a way that, look, I'm, I'm, I'm merely um, putting a lens on a historical moment um, and, what, and, and trying to really interrogate what this historical moment means or, or, or meant. Um, and, and that's the thing. I think, you know, in art... Um, one of the things I've also learned to, particularly in curating, is that you won't be able to please everyone. Um, people come with their own kind of, um, you know, uh, um, expectations about what you should and shouldn't be doing. Um, and, and the moment you let go of that and, and, and come to terms with it, that, look, I'm not going to, I am not going to please any, you know, everybody. There are some people that will appreciate this and that there, there are others that will be critical of it. Um, and, and, and all I can do really is, is learn from it and, you know, uh, um, take it with a pinch of salt where, where, where the critique is sound and constructive and considered, you know. Um, so so I, I definitely was expecting um, um, the backlash. I think if, if, if anything, as a Black woman, what I've learned, you know, like you're, you're saying is that 
anytime you 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 want to do something and you're not you know being given permission yeah you're <laughs> you know <laughs> you're asking for it that type of thing and <laughs> um so yeah uh, I, I i think so so i was very careful as well about how um i i framed the the the, the intentions of of the exhibition and by the way that exhibition the way in which it had such a lasting impression is that i'm still getting queries today mm-hmm. till this day <laughs> i mean i received an email from a, a a phd student in germany wanting to know about an artist that was featured in that exhibition wow. and and suddenly i thought you know that's precisely why i did it you know because i you know my answer back to her she was asking more you know information about this artist i was like to be honest there's nothing about this artist and that's precisely why i'm doing this exhibition exactly. so that you guys as scholars can go and interrogate and dig up whatever it is that there is out there about these artists exactly and yeah. i think you mentioned something that's so important about the specialness of black people you know the whole we can only let in one uh and once we've let in that one they have to be so exceptional and so amazing and it's like no yeah. you know we're human like everybody else there's some great sure. art- There's some that are not so great, but our our humanness is what makes us um, um, who we are. And and, yes. and so I, I'm wondering, you've also been a lecturer, and I yeah. so one of the most important things that's going to come out of this COVID nineteen space is we're all if you are not tuned to it already, we're all realizing we need to be educated about our world, about our history, about who we are. Um, what do you think needs to change in the way that art is taught in schools and i mean as mm-hmm. a scholar you've been there and um i know that every institution you know runs in a particular way so uh, <laughs> what are the things that need to change i think or that you would like to see change that can possibly yeah. move us forward because representation yeah. as you said is key so i love art anyway but i remember the black aesthetic and and i think i keep getting queries on it because it represented me i could pronounce the people's names i wasn't concerned and you could too as my curator um sure. you were very sensitive to how people were uh feeling and 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 i think that there's some of that knowledge that could go back into the schools so what is happening yeah. right now how is art being taught where there's an exclusionariness especially with regards to black people and the images yeah. being seen and our black artists being celebrated yeah yeah that's i mean that's a great question and in fact yesterday i was i was um, moderating um a panel um for for all blessing ngubeni i mean blessing is amazing because he set up this blessing ngubeni art prize which is um around mentoring and supporting younger um up and coming artists so he put together a panel of um established artists like Nandi Pamtambo Nicholas Strobo and um Lady Scully and then himself as well um and I moderated it and one of the questions uh, that came up again that I posed to to all four of them was around education you know um and the importance of art education particularly um and and there were different views but what what resonated with with all of them was um around the fact that um there isn't a formula um there isn't a formula uh, particularly in 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 art and what what you get out of you know um the education system um particularly because i think um you know with the 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 access to art education in south africa has been um a, a a a a neglected kind of um you know an area that uh, it's it's for those who can afford it for example yeah. but what is interesting and and this is another conversation that i had with somebody else this earlier this morning um which is around the art centers particularly the art centers that we see we saw you know i mean right now they kind of they they faded you know in 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 the townships um so you your fuba um funda art center which i think is still still around and but the importance of those art centers to to teaching and um training young um um creators and artists and and the fact that 
nobody knows what was happening in those art centers mm. there's no literature you know um around what is it that everyday kids would go and gather and do in those spaces yeah um <laughs> and and that is where again i think in in the larger scheme of the education system and here i'm talking about your universities and 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 the art schools that are so well resourced um is that it is important that they start including these kinds of um 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 you know uh uh whether it's a course around you know south african um um art centers and 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 then inviting those people who by the way somebody like bra charles ngosi who who has ran um funda center for th- the past 30 years yeah. is still alive you know yeah um he's he, he's a living kind of uh uh um what's the word i i call him a living encyclopedia because yeah. if you want to know about any black artist that went through those those you know those uh, uh classes in 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 funda he'll tell you about it um and so it's about again i think those of us and that was one of the reasons why i was also partly wanting to pursue a you know an academic um career was because again um going back to the to what i learned as a scholar and, and, and as a student a postgraduate student undergrad is seeing this you know this um lack of engaging those kinds of um people and spaces and 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 subject matter and then asking myself is it because they can't find anyone to come and teach these things you know or <laughs> um and 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 that, and that was not true because i was like but this brachels why can't he be invited for example to come and give a seminar for an hour to students and exactly. and, and and talk about it? yeah um you know why can't we start a, a whole program around you know um um uh, maybe five and select five black artists for example and and focus on them and say okay go and, and give assignments to students and say go and do research on these on these five artists and see what you you come up with mm-hmm. and then present something to the class so uh it's it's about i think again having the right people within those institutions that will start um probing and um you know advocating for those kinds of um uh, as you know um classes and courses um to take president as much as you know your your western art history for example um takes you know uh, uh um, um presidents in 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 those kinds of um programs so it's it's slowly you know i mean there's there's also the question of gatekeeping and th- and that's a real thing a very real thing yeah um of you come there as a as a as a young black lecturer and propose these things and then you know there's ways of finding of saying no you can't you can't you can't you can't you can't and and so for me again i think what what um being able to have one foot outside of the ac- academy and and then you know um work in a space like standard bank for example is that it has allowed that for me to be able to propose okay i can't do it you know like this in 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 this in this institution so I'm just going to go around this way and <laughs> and enter back door type of thing yeah. <laughs> so that so that you cannot ignore me <laughs> um yeah which is yeah so so and and there've been a lot of scholars i think that have, have have taken those avenues um towards uh um trying to uh you know bring about um change of some sort in in the way in which the discourse and the canon of art starts to transform yeah i mean i think yeah. that it's so important what you mentioned about um not being able to be ignored not you, you cannot ignore me and that's the thing like sometimes it's not necessarily about asking for a seat at the table is also the yeah. understanding that you as you say you have other options there are other tables but also if there isn't one that looks like the one you've got get uh um some tools and build your own build another one exactly exactly and i think that's what you have managed to do and i i want to ask a question that i think is going to be important for a lot of uh young people who are black and interested in art and one of the things i want to do through this platform is 
I want to show people, young black people, uh, particularly who are, you know, are like us who grew up in the hood in some shape or form, because you didn't only live in South Africa, you also lived um, overseas with, with your family. So when you are growing up in a hood situation, you sometimes um, realize that what are extracurricular activities actually could be your calling, but because mm. there isn't enough you know, there isn't enough support. People end up doing the same old, same old jobs. And I think yeah. you can be famous for uh, doing what you're doing without having to get undressed or to shake your ass or to, to, to dance. And so I, I was really, really interested in talking to you because I want to ask you, if I'm sitting at home and I love art, how do I know that I'm an artist or that I'm a mm -hmm. What is the difference? How did you know? So I'm asking yeah. in a roundabout way because to love art does not always mean you actually have to make it. So I yes. love music, but I understand I'm a fan. I buy the tickets. I go dance. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not a singer. I'm not, and I respect that form of artistry. So how did you know for yourself that you actually... Um, or more of a curator uh, and the mm. love of art than somebody who's going to create art, just to help uh, young people at home um, yeah. navigate. Yeah, that was also, I mean, an, another, I mean, I started um, uh, the, the panel yesterday by asking all four of the panelists, when was that, um, as, as, as uh, um, the, the great talk, talk show host, Miss, Miss Oprah Winfrey, she talks about having this, the aha moment. Yes. So what was your aha moment, you know, um, when you realized, okay, you know, and it was interesting how I think, yes, all of them had a different um, trajectory, but the commonality in the, in the, in the string, I think that, that, and, and this also applies to me, is that when finally you were able to find um, a voice and this thing becomes a channel um, or the vessel that is, you know, carrying your voice. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the same way that a writer becomes a writer and, and thinks, okay, the pen and being able to express these things by writing them down is giving me this, this, this way of my voice being heard. It's the same way as an artist would say, you know, a paintbrush and being able to put this mark on a canvas is offering me, you know, my voice so it really so for me i think it was it, it's it's about um it was about finding um so this one thing offered me a way because uh, i'm not a talker um really and and sometimes I, I i struggle articulating what it is that i'm actually um uh you know preoccupied with or, or, or thinking about and so one art started to do that but then with curating curating is a it, i think for me it became about storytelling um, or a different form of storytelling um, and, and, and what, what, what that offered. Um, uh, so I, it, it, at the end of the day, I think for me, what art did is that it gave me a voice. Um, and so for young, for younger um, artists, I think it's about identifying what is it that, you know, you want to tell the world and then thinking about what is the best way that I can do that in my most authentic, most honest, most real way. Um, and once you find that, then you're 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 on your on your way. And 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 for some people, they find it um, much quicker than others. Um, others, it's a journey that they have to you know to go through. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I like what you say about find your voice and the channel will come, you know? So yeah, it's not about, I need to be on that channel. It's like, what do you have to say? You know, and yes. what's the, the medium, the medium will come as a, as, as a consequence of you deciding what is your magic? Yes. What do you have to say? Because there's a lot of repetition. Yeah. People are saying what other people are saying, but the success and the magic of everything is in you. You decide. Yes what it is that you want to say. And then you say, what's the best way to say it? Do I write? Do I create? Exactly. I, you know, and then you find your own space. I think there's too much people trying to do what other people are doing. And precisely. Nobody can be Same. You know what I mean? You, you, yeah, yeah. They can be inspired by you the way people like me are inspired by Miss Oprah Winfrey, but 
ultimately i'm african and black so hey you know yeah. my delivery my delivery is going to be different and the 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 things that i do are going to be different i think it's so important what you say so 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 yeah. sometimes yeah. a career can lead to a calling you know so exactly <laughs> it's not always a, a straight line so sure. i i, I want to ask you maybe sort of two more questions um yeah who are the artists right now so we all you know we all know the artists who are hot right now as 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 it happens in every industry whether it's fashion or whether it's music there always the people who are hot right now that everybody knows yes but yeah. who are the artists that you are loving in particular they don't only have to be exclusively south african um yeah these are these people are exciting they talking about uh, our blackness in a profound and wonderful way so yes. who are those who are those people <laughs> so we can take them sure. down
the protests have been going on for four months now in the U.S. I mean, oh, right? That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Incredible. I think it's, it is. I think it's so incredible that it also goes beyond America. I've also just yeah. that. Uh, even illustrators who are illustrating black people really beautifully in yeah. America, where I'm just like, whoa, you know, I've just, yeah. it's where were these people? Why are they not featured yes. in magazines that we buy in these shows? Like, I just don't understand. So I'm, I'm absolutely just, uh, I'm going to yeah, Google them. I'm going to YouTube. I'm going to text you and tell you <laughs> what I think, but I, Ironically, also for me, a lot of the, the art that has been poignant for me and the music that has been poignant for me has been around Black Lives Matter because finally as Black people, we're just like, yo, it's enough. We are human. Yes. We, we, you know, and I think the women in particular, Black women in America have done so much. You see Kamala being uh, the vice president and you realize that, you know what, like, we have a voice and and we can use it. So speaking yeah. of my last question, speaking of which your your voice, which we are so glad is out there. I, I know for me, yeah, it's just it's amazing to know you, to be able to 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 see you do your work and move in the space. So my question to you, my last question to you is um what are the next couple of, I mean, you can't give it away, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are the, some of the things that we can expect from you? Some of the, the artwork you are hoping to curate for us. I have a sense yeah. there is something around uh, women. I don't know why. Yes, Senya, spot on. <laughs> <laughs> because I really feel that Anyway, so tell us, what are you going to do? Sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you're spot on. Um, women. Um, and so I've been looking, you know, because Standard Bank has a, an African art collection called that is jointly owned with, with um, Wits uh, University and it's, it's housed at the Wits Art Museum. Mm-hmm. And it's about 6,000 um, objects and, and material culture that is um, has been collected for 40 years, over 40 years of this of this partnership between the bank and and the university. And one of the things that I think for me has been a, an interesting um, uh, curiosity in this collection, and seeing it and engaging with it at different points, you know, um, not just as a curator, but also while I was a student at Wits, um, having and seeing it beadwork and also seeing things you know like people like Laduma for example yes. who draws inspiration from it from you know the, the te- techniques of beadwork um the weaving the pottery um the the headrests and all these objects and ancient object is 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 at the core of it and the reason why we have these things right is most of them were made by women and that again it goes back to how um women really are the carriers of our cultural heritage yes and how we 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 don't you know i'm looking at your background there with the paintings (laughs) the love paintings you have there your cushions you know all these things that are around us um in terms of how you know we we grow up you right with these things around us and and how it is essentially women that have been carrying and making sure that our cultural heritage evolves in a very particular way there isn't anything that again that acknowledges the role that african black women have played in carrying and sustaining our cultural heritage from the way we dress the the duke you know the dresses the <laughs> you know the African attires that you see at weddings and and all of that, all of that seamstresses and and you know it's women, exactly. black women. Exactly. Um, and so I've been really thinking about a show that will will start to really unpack that in a in a way that acknowledges the contribution that um um black African women has have made to our cultural heritage. Oh, that is exciting. Oh, that is yeah. That is probably the most exciting thing I've heard 
this year. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I can't even tell you how excited I am. Because we yeah. can all love um, um, Mary Sibande from afar. We can all, but it's very, very rare that you can walk through an exhibition and see Nandipa, Mary. Sure. You know what I mean? Just see all yeah. these women. So the fact that you are going to, you're cooking up something, it is, I'm buying the tickets. I'm going to be there. I'll wear my mask, obviously. Guys, <laughs> 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 but let's hope we get to a point where we don't have to anymore, guys. Yo. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> yes, it's just terrible. I, I, I can't, I cannot wait. I think you're a gift to us. I think you're a gift to us as black women. I think you lift us uh, higher and you are so authentic and so many people are going to watch this and understand that we have to support you because when we support you, we support us because you're in oh. those spaces fighting for us, trying to show this art world that we are interested, that we want in. And my personal goal for myself is to have a, a home where I can hang very valuable art, valuable both in sentiment to me, but valuable yeah. in paid, that is only black people. That is yeah. absolutely, like that is what I would love to do. And people like you, you educate me, you teach me more, you, you move us forward. Uh, you are just amazing, Dr. Samantuli. Thank you so much mm -hmm. for joining us. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. May, this is may you so be amazing. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lorato. Thank you for your kind words. Yeah, and the encouragement. Thank you. It means a lot. It, it's you. You're, you're <laughs> phenomenal. Um, the next time we chat, I hope it will be in person, and then afterwards we can have wine or something, and then laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Be blessed, Magwandes Yabonga. Do not ever stop because we need you. Thank you. Thank you. Take Bye. care. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>